What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Miami Comedy Podcast, streaming live every single day-ish to talk about current events or anything you guys want to talk about, really. Um, if you guys want to talk about anything, make sure you go ahead and put it on the chat. What's up, SFL? Elilo, just cooling. Ray Guns. What's up, everyone? It's good to be uh, back. I know it's on a daily basis, but God damn it, this is one of the things I actually look forward to in my day. Uh, I wake up in the morning, I go to the gym, I do some online work, and then I go straight to writing, okay, for you guys. So the people of Miami, blessed to have a guy like me around trying to make you laugh with some stupid jokes. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so today, um, first of all, thank you all for coming. Thank you. Wow. Wow, thank you. Thank you. All right, so uh, today I wanted to talk to you guys about uh, I don't know if you guys noticed this or not, but just recently, Facebook has uh, uh, released, <laughs> uh, no pun intended, some uh, terms and conditions on privacy, including uh, WhatsApp. Is it WhatsApp? WhatsApp? What's, I don't know. I don't really use it that much. Uh, there's something about WhatsApp that makes me a little, uh, it makes me feel weird using WhatsApp because it's text messaging. Uh, I've never gotten into WhatsApp and the reason why is because I have text messaging already on my phone. So why do I need another text messaging service? To be honest, I don't even know why people switch over to WhatsApp. It's, it's the same thing. So anyways, uh, I hate it when I get messages on WhatsApp and people are like pretending I'm supposed to know who they are. Uh, I don't even remember making a WhatsApp account. And for some reason, I got a notification from it. <laughs> That's how creepy that shit is. I get a message and I'm like, I got WhatsApp? Since when? <laughs> uh, so just recently, Facebook started, uh, and a friend of mine turned me on to this. She, sent, she was talking about it on her stories. And I was looking at the uh, terms and conditions and what they're releasing out there. And Facebook is now making you connect WhatsApp to Facebook and they're pretty much, and when you look at the documents of this thing, they're pretty much saying, look, we're going to collect everything, okay? And it, it, granted, it's so funny that they're doing this on MLK week. You know, it's like, hey, now that everybody is uh, go ahead and enjoying the, their day off, it's a long weekend. Let's go ahead and let the people know we're going to spy on them from here on out. Dude, if you read the documents for WhatsApp, it's incredible. Or, or Facebook, for that matter. They go through your text messages they go through your photos, they go through your videos, they call it metadata, but it's still creepy nonetheless. So, uh, you know, they're like, hey, we, you know, we, Facebook is pretty much going, look, man, we know you're addicted to our stuff, all right? And now that you don't have any other choice, we're gonna go ahead and start rummaging through your stuff for the information. Now, why are they going through our stuff? Well, it's because they wanna advertise shit to you. And you know, they're always, and don't worry, we won't do anything that you didn't do already. Uh, Jesse Pima says, uh, over on Facebook says, you want to bless me, pay for it. All right, moving on. Very irrelevant there, Jesse, but all right. Thanks for tuning in nonetheless. Uh, so whatever it is that you're doing on social media, whatever it is you're doing on the internet, they already got your information. So fuck it. Ride that shit out. You know, if you want to send dick pics to somebody, go right ahead. Facebook is like, dude, send dick pics. We're probably going to give you the response you're looking for anyway. Let's say if you send some girl a dick pic. Right. And then she shares it with her friends. And then maybe there's a little too many LOLs in the response. Facebook is like, look, dude, here's some testosterone pills, because uh, when you sent that dick pic, let's just say it wasn't the response you wanted. <laughs> Facebook is pretty much ratting 
uh, you out. Well, writing everybody else out and giving you information. So every time you see an advertisement, every time you see a sponsored post or whatever, just know that whatever it is you put out there, they're just spitting it right back to you. So if it's an algorithm, all right, if it's a robot, if it's some sort of online thing where whatever you put in or whatever you put out there, you get back, you might as well double down. You know what I mean? You might as well double down on everything you post, you know? So if you want to play the algorithms right, start following things that makes your life better, right? More robust. Uh, and then Facebook will pump it right back. So be like, hey, Facebook, how do I make a million dollars? And then, you know, you start getting some bullshit advertisements of people saying, do you want to make your first million dollars? Here's how I did it using this simple email. Be like, all right, uh, Facebook, show me how I can avoid scammers saying they can show me how to make my first million. And then next thing you know, you're probably looking up, hey, Facebook, show me how to be a scammer, showing, pe showing people how to make a million so that I can make a million. And then little by little, you're getting the information that you put out there on Facebook. Facebook can be like your indentured servant, just cranking out exactly what it is that you're looking for. So just use it to your advantage. That's all I'm saying. Uh, YVNG Lewis, welcome. M Bitchy. <laughs> can you guys make your usernames a little more legible? How can I give you guys a shout out with names like this? You guys are using like code. Um, so look, man, it's, uh, it's too late. So I say, don't even bother worrying about, uh, don't even bother worrying about what you put out there, guys. Just write it out, okay? Because like, you're not leaving social media. Neither am I, all right? And uh, if someone is not on social media, they're already clearly missing out anyway. Unless you have like the capability of living like an independent life out in the fucking woods in a cabin. But if you want to live like the Unabomber, go right ahead. But everybody, for the most part, they want to see car crash videos. They want to see people getting knocked out. And they want to see booty slathered in baby oil. All right. That's just who we are as human beings. <laughs> That's what we want to see. All right. When we're on social media, we want to see what's up with the world. You take a little peek, right? You get news updates. You get to see what your aunts and uncles are up to. You get to see your friends just getting married and having children. And then you also see the, you know, booty cheeks clapping to your favorite song from the 90s. <laughs> So you might as well enjoy it, all right? Um, no one is perfect. No one is perfect. So whatever information you want to put out there, man, just, just let it happen. If you got nudes on your phone, Facebook already has it. So start an OnlyFans. You know what I'm saying? Just start an OnlyFans. Start selling your, your dick pics there. Start selling your nudes there. And just, just be okay with your body. <laughs> You might as well start learning how to be okay with your body right now because when Facebook starts leaking all this stuff through a quote-unquote breach, because you know what's going to happen. You know all your shit is going to be breached. You're going to have your emails and phone numbers and nudes and sex tapes out there, so you might as well just be like, hey, yeah, I'm human. I, I, have, I do all these things. So start living your best life online. Hey, this, could probably benefit, this could probably be beneficial for humans to be exposed you know what I'm saying? Because when you expose yourself, like you, it's like you go into a pool, you know, when you like dip your little toe in and then somebody just fucking pushes you in and be like, just fucking go all in, right? You dip your toe into social media and then Facebook terms and conditions just go, ah, just show everybody everything. <laughs> Don't be a puss. Show them everything. Show them your browser history. Show them your photos. 
Show them all the people you, 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 you contact on a daily basis. So you cheat a little bit. Show, so what? <laughs> Tell everybody. I think that's what's going to end up happening. Facebook and all these terms and conditions are eventually just going to have you exposed out there. And it could be your benefit, man. I feel at this point, uh, you, the only way you can keep your information secure is if you start an OnlyFans. And at least it's profitable, right? So like if you have any info out there, Maybe OnlyFans is going to be the first ever social media that people got to pay to get access to. Because social media, OnlyFans won't sell you out, right? OnlyFans wants to make money from other people, not from you, right? So whatever information you post on OnlyFans, OnlyFans puts that paywall and be like, look, ain't nobody going to see Baby Cake, <laughs> Baby Cake's Triple X unless you pay $12.99 a month, all right? Granted, so if you start an OnlyFans account, put all your information on there. That way you can make a little money, all right? And in the future, man, once you start getting like these breaches happening more often, um, it could probably work to your benefit like this. So for example, let's say like you're into Asians, all right? Not using anyone in particular as an example. <laughs> not, not saying that I'm gonna call anybody out that's into that. Well, you know, let's say you're into Asians, right? And then, uh, you know, your browser history gets exposed. It's out on the internet for everybody to see. Hell, if I get exposed, I'll probably include that on the, uh, the appendix of my book. <laughs> Manny Garavito was a big fan. And, uh, you know, if that information goes out there, eventually what will end up happening is maybe somebody will reach out to you, you know? Let's say if your, your browser history goes, up, goes out there and you have some sort of kink, maybe somebody's going to hit you up and be like, hey, Manny. I saw your browser history and I got to admit, you have great taste. <laughs> I'm in town. Let's link up. I'll buy you a drink. They're like, shit, thank God that stuff was exposed because if not, you wouldn't have slid into my DMs. Oh, and by the way, that joke I wrote today on uh, Instagram or on Twitter, uh, what was it? Um, I can't wait for my leaks to come out, dude, because, dude, to be honest, like if you're, if you're on top of your game, with your browser history and if you got like picture perfect dick pics or maybe your maybe your sex tape is just on point that puts ray j and fucking the kardashians you know in tears in comparison right because you know that that sex tape was subpar and it made her famous so maybe some sex tapes that you've got will make you famous maybe you performed so well That once that sex tape comes out, next thing you know, man, you're selling hair care products or some shit. <laughs> you're going to start your own purse, your own line of purses. You can start your own brand after your sex tape comes out. You wouldn't have known. You would be capable of being such an extravagant, famous person if it wasn't for the breach. So maybe, maybe Facebook collecting and exposing this information might make celebrities out of people that never would have dreamed of being celebrities. So this could probably be a blessing in disguise. You know, I think I'm out of something, guys. I think when Facebook pushes you in the pool, eventually that information will, uh, will, will make your wildest dreams come true. <laughs> oh man, this is good. This is good stuff. All right. Before we continue guys, let's go ahead and get into our sponsor. Uh, today's show is sponsored by LU Venus, who is a badass health insurance agent, helping individuals, families, small business owners find the health plan they need, whether it be Medicare, Medicaid, group plans, ACA, Obamacare. If you've got health insurance questions, got health insurance answers reach out to him leu venus that's e-l-i-u dot v-i-n-a-s at u-s-h advisors.com thank you leu appreciate it my friend 
All right, moving it right along, guys. Um, so yesterday on the podcast, we were talking about the future of art. What's up, Armani? We were talking about the future of art, and uh, I just came across this different uh, documentary. So one of the documentaries I, um, I suggested, if you guys want to look into like the world of art and artistes, you know, I don't like the fact that art is considered such a bougie thing to get into, man. Like art is a very nice thing to... But everybody that's into art, they got their fucking head so far up their ass. It's like, dude, can't you just enjoy the art for what it is? Oh, but there aren't enough reds. This is so cliche. I'm really not feeling this at all. I mean, just the positioning of, oh, my God, just enjoy the thing, will you? I'm watching this other documentary on HBO called uh, The Price of Everything. Is it called The Price of Everything? I forget. Just look up The Price of Something. It's on HBO. It's great. Two documentaries that I would, I would recommend for you guys, those out there that are, that are into art and artists, is uh, Blurred Lines, which, by the way, I confirm that's the name. And then there's uh, The Price of Everything. And both of these documentaries are pretty much saying that there's an art bubble happening right now. And not just in the traditional sense, not just, not just in the sense where somebody is just painting something and selling it for millions. Just creation itself is going through a bubble. Uh, And that bubble is floating around, just floating around, people making millions and millions for subpar stuff. And uh, I think they were saying in the documentary, it's like, hey, you know what, guys, Uh, everybody's getting scanned over in the art world. Let's just ride it out as far as we can. (laughs) And it's funny, man, how bubbles work. You know, it's like uh, the only way a a bubble works in terms of economically speaking, a bubble only works when you fool enough people, right? What's up, Eddie? What's up, Curse and Blessings? Easy PD2. What's up, man? Like, look at the housing market. How many people got a loan before they realized they shouldn't have gotten that loan in the first place? <laughs> How many people own a million dollars worth or more worth of art before they realize it's not worth a million dollars? Hmm? What, what, what did it take? It took a canvas and some art supplies. And then now you're selling it for millions and millions of dollars. And then one day the entire art world is just gonna wake up and just be like, this stuff isn't worth millions of dollars. (laughs) And then just like that, pop, that shit bursts. Uh, And you know, I don't, I've been thinking about bubbles recently because I'm trying to define what it is. How many bubbles have you gone through in your life? All right, so there was the dot-com bubble. Remember that one in the 90s? The dot-com bubble where everybody doubled down. It's like, oh, we got to go ahead and we got to start building all these websites and pump millions and millions of dollars in it. Then all the millions of dollars were then worth cents because the technology upgraded it, right? I think that's how it went, right? What's another another bubble that that happened? It was the uh, the housing bubble, right? Everybody was getting loans that they shouldn't be be getting, but they were still pumping those loans in there. I get some more loans. Are you sure you refinance, dude? Get a line of credit. Yeah, man, it's all good. We're in America, land of the free. You're free to get as many loans as you want. <laughs> and then bubble upon bubble upon bubble, and then it bursts. But the art bubble hasn't bursted just yet. When will people wake up and realize that what's being created is some cliche shit? Mine included. <laughs> what will be the new frontier of art? I don't know. Only time will tell, but I find it extremely fascinating how uh, certain things are considered valuable when it isn't as original. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm trying to say here? It's kind of a little difficult to uh, 
describe, since I'm not in the art world myself, of course, in, in terms of like painting on canvases or sculptures and shit, the only art that I'm into is talking shit on a mic. <laughs> That's my art. <laughs> so, um, yeah, man, creating art is definitely something that everybody is capable of doing. However, everybody only uh, fancies a particular kind. And then eventually those phases end. Right? What's up, Ivy? BJ Therula, welcome to the chat. Upon Designs, welcome. We're here talking about art bubbles and uh, privacy on Facebook. So um, how do I delve this in a little further? There was more I had to say. The, uh, the art world, monotony, money. Oh, yeah, and they were also mentioning in the documentary that a lot of people that are into art don't make money. You know why? You know why? All right, you know what? I can riff on this. You know why artists don't make money? Because artists aren't entrepreneurial by nature. Artists are so against entrepreneurship that they end up like <laughs> screwing themselves. Down with the man, man. We don't want to make money. We're out here making art. So then uh, you're, you're broke as an artist. Yeah, because I'm keeping it real. Yeah, all right. So how real is it that you're broke? <laughs> you're keeping it real broke by not being an entrepreneur with your art. So there's another side of the coin. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm here talking shit about the artists that are making millions of dollars on subpar works, but at the same time, all the obscure artists out there that are doing amazing work, but they don't want to be entrepreneurial in the first place, right? It's like, I don't want to learn how to start a website or an e-commerce store. Why? I'm an artist. I'm an artiste. I paint walls for a living. Okay, so then how are you going to have somebody ask you to pay, well, ask you to paint their wall? How are you going to have them pay you? Oh, well, you know, it's commission work and uh, they just have to find me because my work is the shit. And this doesn't just go for artists working with paintings. This is also like musicians. This is also comedians. It's just people that are just, they don't want to understand what it takes to make a buck with their work, man. It's, a, it's rampant. I think in the documentary, some guy said, said a hyperbole, hyperbole, <laughs> a hyperbole, or is that hyperbole, whatever. He says some like 99.9% of all artists don't make any money. The 0.01% that do, they're selling it for millions. I'm like, yes, exactly. How? <laughs> Dude, there's so many like musicians out there that are just waiting for somebody to knock on their fucking door and be like, yo, we fucking love your album, man. The one you were giving out for free over in the cafeteria, that shit was fire. We need to start recording you a real album in my studio. I'll pay for it. And if that does end up happening, what happens to the artist? If they have somebody else fund the whole thing, what happens to the artist? They get screwed over. They, they start signing some bad contracts. And then they, uh, they get screwed. They don't own any of their work. And because uh, they think, so, oh, uh, at least somebody else is doing the work for me. That's what artists want. You know, artists want other people to do the work for them. Well, if you do the work for me, I could continue being artist, which is somewhat true. But if you want to do the work, I mean, if you don't want to do the work, send it to somebody that works for you, not somebody that makes you work for them. Oh, that's facts. Say, Walt, what's up? Solaire, what's up? So being, in, being independent in your work is probably some of the most important uh, strategies that you can do as an artist, man. Be, be as independent as possible because once you start putting your work in the hands of other people to judge and tell you if you're worthy enough, 
That's when you're no longer an artist, but a pawn. You're a pawn. Wow. Dare I say, you're no longer a painter. You're a pawn. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I've just been on a, I've been on a really uh, weird trip experimenting with various forms of uh, entrepreneurship as well as artistic endeavors and learning. Like I'm just really in this like phase because you know what it is, guys? I'm coasting. <laughs> I've been getting lazy. You know why? Because I'm going on vacation starting tomorrow. So I've been getting lazy, just laying down in bed, watching documentaries, reading shit. I'm like, ah, man, I got the rest of the week. It's like my vacation already started today. You guys know the feeling, right? The day before you go on vacation from your job, what do you do? <laughs> that day is off too. You just so happen to be in the office. <laughs> oh, man. It's like, look, man, I know I punched into work today, but, uh, you know, I, I go to work. I, I mean, I go on vacation tomorrow, so I'm not going to work today. I'm just going to be here because I got to be here. <laughs> That's how I feel about today before I go on vacation tomorrow. Um, I'll try to see if I can make a podcast, by the way, a live stream that is for, uh, during my little vacay, but, uh, yeah, man, I've just been extremely lazy. I've been exploring, uh, a lot of writing, a lot of documentaries, a lot of reading and dude, you know what? You take a day off. You guys deserve it. Everybody out there that's listening to this podcast, you deserve it, man. You deserve taking days off, man. Fuck everybody. Just take a day off and experiment. What's up, Trill? What's up, Big Jish? We all deserve taking days off and doing whatever we want, you know? As a matter of fact, I'll go ahead and share this right now, guys. Oh, man, I'm wide open today, guys. For those that are tuning in, congratulations, man. I'm really opening up to you today. Uh, you know, one of the things I've realized about taking days off, it just makes me more uh, creative. And I think uh, anybody out there that's in the, the, you know, as an artist or a creator or somebody that you know, wants to change their lifestyle and really do something cool, take more days off. Because when you really unplug, and you just take a step back from all the things you do every day. That's when you get your best ideas, right? Yeah, you guys, you guys, you guys ever been out there, like getting a massage, right? And then, you know, you get that happy ending, you're just like, oh, oh, it's all coming to me now. I'm having an epiphany. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, no, I mean, you, you, you just leave the city that you're in and uh, you go see how other people live. You go like do things that are different from your routine. And the next thing you know, man, you just start thinking differently. It's, it's, it's weird. It's weird how it works, but it works. Like if you separate yourself from your work and then you come back to the work, it's almost like you can do it better. It's like <laughs> you come back and you're just like this shit again. Oh, my God, I could do this way better. Why the fuck was I doing it like this in the first place? Oh, I know, because I was too caught up in it. You got to take a step back. Chill says, damn, to be honest, thanks. Uh, walking in to take the day off. I've been grinding late hours and early morning. Yeah, Trill, take, the, take a day, take various days off. Use all your sick days at once, man. Yeah, look, man, there's a pandemic. I got COVID for the next three weeks. <laughs> I thought they said two weeks, three weeks to be sure. Uh, just don't post any photos while you're on vacation. <laughs> you're, you're sick, okay? <laughs> don't be posting your stories about you being in Animal Kingdom and shit while you got COVID. <laughs> What's up, Steffi? That's facts, bro. Now I've been feeling. Good, Trill. I'm glad you tuned into the podcast so that you can at least get this little bit of info. Uh, once you leave 
and you start doing the work. I mean, you start leaving your work and you start doing more uh, relaxing, chilling out and not being so caught up in it. When you get back to doing the work, you're way better at it. Way better. All right. Uh, that was fun, guys. Winding it down now. All right. So uh, a couple of announcements. Um, this uh, Saturday, big show. Why is it our big show? Because it's our very first show at Focal Brewing Company. Tonight, Monday, we're going to be at the Red Bar, 8 p.m. Tuesday, Sweet Caroline Bar, 8 p.m. I currently have a Friday night show coming up. Not going to announce it just yet. We got to go ahead and uh, do uh, Focal first. Then Saturday, Focal, 8 p.m. All right. And then Sunday, we're back at Sweet Caroline. Next week, we'll announce the Friday night uh, show. Okay. Go to MamieComedy.com. Join our virtual comedy club, guys, because the virtual comedy club is going to be the next level of MamieComedy.com. We, we need to get 1,000 people before I, I, I start working on it, okay? I want to make sure that you guys are on the same page with me when it comes to the virtual shows. Um, so once we got 1,000 people on our group, we're going to go ahead and launch some, uh, some events online so that you can view it on the comfort of your own home. All right? Thank you all. Thank you all.